last time on Gathering of the Ages. Men, are you okay in there? No! Are you stupid? Stop wandering away! Some sort of bad shoved in this guy's mouth. Parad, didn't Messerania say we were supposed to look for the badge? You do, in fact, know that this is a ray ooze. As soon as he gets hit, it's going to turn towards Parad. I critted you. To break the grapple, you needed an 11. Yes! <laughs> you need to listen to us! Seems you to need some aloe vera for that burn! <laughs> it seems the way you've been going, you've already got one killed. Vesserania, I think we found your husband's badge. With this badge, I, I feel like I can truly put to rest all these spirits in this prison. I think it is time to end this. Return to the basement. Deal with the Splatter Man. Once you are finished with that, come see me. And this will finally all be over. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Gathering of the Ages podcast. I am the lovable Game Master Spencer Borup, and I am so incredibly excited to present to you this amazing episode. So much work has gone into this, not only from myself, but from Philip, from my mom, and from the, the rest of the players just playing in it and giving it their all. We don't have too many announcements this week. We did, however, wrap up the contest for Cyrus's name. If you participated, thank you so much. And we will be announcing the winners in our next Behind the Curtain. So look forward to that. We do have a couple prizes that will be going out. We'll let you guys know, fill you in on all the details about that in our next Behind the Curtain. Without further ado, I know you guys are so excited for this episode. It's a long one. It's a good one. I present to you episode 37, I Dream of Heen. Welcome back, everybody. Hooray! Hello. We're all extremely excited for the, this episode. This is, I have a feeling, I have a feeling it's going to be a good one. It better be. It took two hours to set up today. Not two my fault. Two flipping hours. Not my fault. Yes, I've... it is. Shut up. I'm super ready to go. Anyway, before, Take responsibility, before Black we really get GM. into things, uh, I'm going to do something that I haven't done for a while. Um, Philip, in case you didn't know, has been writing all the flashbacks that we've been reading. Hooray! And Bravo, Ooh. sir! Bravo! Bravo. Round of applause! Yeah, I'm like pretty cool and stuff, I guess. <laughs> Even Scooter was cheering for you. So I'm going to do something I haven't done for a while. Philip, you get a hero card. Oh, why does he oh keep my getting those? Gosh. My gosh, what do you have to do around here hey, besides kiss Philip's booty? To be, to be perfectly... Spencer's yeah, Spencer's, Spencer's butt. booty. <laughs> kiss Spencer's butt. I don't that, know. That's really it. And to be perfectly fair, I had... How many did I have? I had six of them. Used them all in the lopper fight. Oh, and that's not right. One of them worked. That's right. So I maybe remember he needs that. A, he needs a good chance. I all remember right. listening to that, and I was like, I will mm. not begrudge you your hero card. And for those at home that like to keep track of this sort of thing, it is the sickness. It is a neutral evil constitution card. Very nice. Hooray. No, it's mine. He's like gesturing <laughs> for me to give it back. No. Yeah, no. I don't want, I don't want no. to lose these. You just have to <laughs> write it down. Just write it down, bro. And it is gone forever. Yep. It's gone forever. You just get to touch it and hand it back. 
Okay, so uh, one more thing that we didn't talk about before, but... Because Spencer wouldn't let me on, nope. on behind the curtain. Nope, sorry, Mom. I had to do it. Anyway, uh, in the spirit of Christmas, I have gifted Philip a beautiful ornament that is now hanging on our podcast Christmas tree. And there will definitely be a picture of it. But go ahead and tell people what, what we're looking at right now, Phil. It's bacon! It's an actual bacon ornament. It's a Hanging bacon on. Christmas ornament on our little Charlie Brown tree. Did mm. you see the bacon's almost as long? It's like half the length of the tree. It's the remains of Piggy yeah. Smalls. Rude. Too soon. Too soon. You're right, but rude. Oh, man. Sad. Wow. Anyway. All right. We had to cut that one up. Shut up. Are you done, Mr. Wiggles? No. When we last left our brave adventurers, they had received the badge of Warden Hawkrin. They discovered this in the basement. And Artrilla's hope was that if if they had returned the badge to Vesseranya, that it would be enough to put down the Splatterman once and for all. Or at least maybe, like, cripple him somehow or disadvantage him give him some sort of disadvantage cut off his legs i yeah i don't know something i'm still pretty sure we're holding his weakness we just don't know what to do with it yeah little men have you figured the spell book out yet nope working on it it's a good mm. thing we barricaded ourselves in here little men i thought you wedged the door open no, no i wedged it, it shut oh you wedged it yeah. shut yeah okay. how are you guys sitting on health right now by the way look. let me have a look yeah, how i remember is, i almost died how is uh, everybody doing on health and spells right now i don't Ooh. look good I yeah, yeah i took a lot of i look good i forgot i took I a lot good. of con damage in the last episode i believe i'm only down two i think you're down one now i i think i want to oh wait did we lesser did we yes. do the restoration on that <laughs> yeah i healed, okay, yeah, yeah, he healed so you he you're down healing. one so you have one more damage on uh, no i'm at 12 out of 18 not to not to be metagamey, but yeah, twelve out of eighteen. <laughs> and spell wise, I believe I've used all my good spells. How about hair? I think I can. Do I think you have one. One more Left time. One yeah. more time. One mm-hmm. more time. Yes. Only one. So Let's use it well. Let's take a nap in the middle of a hmm. prison torture chamber. <laughs> no, you're back up at Vesseranias. We're oh. in Vas- Vesseranias, barricading. Even better. I just hope that alarm stone doesn't go off. Uh. I think I need to cure myself. Of what? His of stinky feet. <laughs> His ailments. I'm at, oh, my ailments. I'm down nine. <laughs> my rheumatoid arthritis. Shh. Does Cyrus have rheumatoid arthritis? Uh, arthritis. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. He's feeling a little bit. Do you bit have of, the rheumatism? <laughs> my limbs. That slime that you guys hit me with. That was pretty hard. Who yeah. hit Shut up. Slime? That, that, that slime Shut that you guys up. brought into the room last episode. I don't remember bringing nowhere. in I know how slime. thoughtless of all yeah. of us. <laughs> Your guys' curiosity got the better of Cyrus. Who was the one who went looking for slime? <laughs> I mean, hmm. I voted to come here the whole time. Oh, yeah. Oh, totally. Sure. How long has it been since we recorded? <laughs> yeah, I think I think Tyler's having a lapse in memory. I think at the so. <laughs> Uh, anyway, so so you guys are down hit points. Philip has no spells, one channel or what? What? Not one channel, but one use of his hair left. Um, what? Uh, what do you want to do? Um, I'd rather 
rest up before we go and face the... I know that's not the heroic thing, but it's probably the smart thing, is go back I to Kendra's, rest up, and figure out what to do with this book. I believe we should be prepared before we take on whatever is... For once, little man seems to be making some sense. I don't want to die in this filthy prison. All right, Perod. Min does make an excellent point, too. It might give you a time to strategize. Yes. Before you go down into the basement. Everyone that wants to write in and say how like not uh, how chicken we are right now, please uh, send your comments to, what's our address again? <laughs> Podcast at gatheringages.com. Podcast at gatheringages.com. Uh, fill your comments out to Min the Halfling Time Witch that the you coward. are a chicken. <laughs> now, what I should have said is... Shameless what I, <laughs> plug. What I should have said is Min doesn't care at gmail.com. Yeah, Min don't care. <laughs> Hashtag. Min chickens out and I don't care. Min chickens out and I don't care. <laughs> I'm the bard. Hello. Min can sing. That's a lie. No, Min does sing. That does not mean he can. Can sing. <laughs> My ears are bleeding. <laughs> so are we heading back wow. into town then? Everybody's a critic. I think we should. I think we should head back. And though I am ready and raring to go, I can see that you male mates. <laughs> Mm. You mates of mine that are male need some male fortification and maybe a little rest, mm. beauty sleep for you. I know it might not help you much, but I do need beauty sleep. How do you think I keep this It takes a lot of rest <laughs> to look this good. Parad, <laughs> you're wearing a mop on your head yesterday. Not anymore. She flings, <laughs> she flings a little marble at you. Mm. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Parad, by the way... Your mop head looks very dashing. Oh, thank you, good I was going to tell you that yesterday when I saw you. I thought you got rid of your mop. Mm. He did. I, did I? I don't yeah. remember. Yes. I threw it away because I it I threw it away because it was stinky. It smelled like dire rat pee. It was nasty. Okay, it did smell good. Or it, did, it did look good <laughs> on me. All right, whatever you say there. Whatever right. I say, Parade Well, let's head back. Men, are you ready? Mm-hmm. Look at Cyrus taking charge over there. Mm. I imagine him taking Someone that marble and like tucking wow. it into his pocket. Adding this one to the collection. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> He's up to two now because one hit now. him in the back of the head. <laughs> right? I just have Yes, I agree. Here. Let's go. And I actually take my stuff out of the door and go out first. Like oh I'm, I'm the leader. <laughs> All right. Follow me, boys. I'm just gonna. I'm gonna step over you. That is hilarious. <laughs> yeah, right behind you, ish. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> All right. I can't even think what she would do in that case. She'd be like so insulted. She would just like charge past you guys, <laughs> like just march really stony face to Kendra's. <laughs> so you all return to Kendra's house. Artrilla, what's wrong? They're being mean to me. <laughs> <laughs> boys will be boys. <laughs> and uh, you walk in. This seems like tip typical, normal, fun times at Kendra's house. <laughs> Nothing out of the ordinary. Good times. Good times. Good times. Good maybe poison maybe drinking bacon times. Again. Oh, I guess Cyrus does thank Kendra for letting me stay there. I don't think I've even talked to her yet. How rude. Oh, the whole time I've been here. What kind of house are the you? Day, the day I was here, I don't think I even talked to Okay, I'm going to head up to Marcus's room just to see if I can see anything new. Just to get an idea. If there's any clues left in there, anything of Roll his. me a perception check. 
21. You look around, you don't you don't really see anything. Okay. Nothing's new. Mm. Okay. Nothing out of the ordinary, as far as you can tell. All right. Um, what time of day is it? It's probably... The butt crack of dawn? Let's no, think. So you, you got up, you went to the prison, you had, a few battles had the stuff. fight with the marauder. Had the other fight. Had the other fight with the slime. You returned to Vesseranya. You probably talked for a, a little bit. So I'd imagine uh, like One late two? afternoon. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Later than that, than three? Okay. Like, like three, three or four? Yeah. Okay. I'd imagine that. All right. Yeah. You've been in the prison for a few hours. I feel like that's how your your runs go. You go in for a few hours, do some stuff, get some more answers, and right. leave. So, all right. So you you're you're at, you're in Kendra's house. Um, is anybody doing anything in particular? I am reading from one of my journals, just a regular journal, not one of my special journals, and just remind myself why I'm there. I'm reading about the professor again that I'm there to avenge his death, and just reading some of his advice he had given me and the times that we had and the adventures that we had together. Okay. Look so at remembering her being the professor. noble. Mm. Cyrus is going to be in a corner meditating, and he's going to pull out a tome, a book. Uh, it's called a book called The Bones Land in a Spiral, which is Phrasma's holy text. And he's going to um, research more on handling undead and how to deal with them. Okay. Mm-hmm. Just kind of... Specifically ghosts. That seems to be Specifically how incorporeal to... stuff. Well, the book talks about like how That's... to help them pass on and things like that. Oh, sweet. And how to prevent dead from becoming undead and things like that. Very interesting. So this is this kind of his meditation ritual? Yeah. He sits generally in a corner, cross-legged, and he reads from his tome. Okay. okay. I'm observing you, but I'm not saying anything to you, but I'm... Your, my opinion of you has gone up just a tiny bit, because I admire anybody that looks in books for intelligence. Just a wee bit, lad. Just a wee little bit. Yeah, a wee little bit. What what is Parad doing? I am kind of fidgeting with the crystal. It is my pastime. Oh, the crystal. Are you are you just thinking about stuff? Yeah. That's happened. That thing yeah. we keep forgetting about. Yeah. yeah. The thing that I keep forgetting about. <laughs> yes. Helpful <laughs> reminder from that. your good old half orc here. <laughs> I, yeah, I think I think you're you're like just really putting that in my face right now. Yeah. Like, yeah. Thank you for helping us remember that studied target. I mean Zach. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anything else? Uh, nope. Nope. Okay. And last but not least. What's Min doing? Min is upstairs, sitting on the trunk of previously cursed items, flipping through the spell book. Okay. Just kind of getting a feel for... Uh, he wants to know kind of like what kind of spells we could expect from uh, the Splatter Man, how powerful he is. Um, I think we talked about the spells in there a while ago. Couple episodes ago. Yeah, I told you, you. You read it and saw what was in there. Yeah, and that was kind of enough to glean. He's uh, magically anyway. He's over my pay grade. He's definitely over Archilla's pay grade, magic okay. wise. So doing a little bit of research on the enemy. And when he's done, he's gonna go over to Cyrus and say, "My book is better." <laughs> he, he wants to try and figure out how to uh, how to destroy it. So okay. you're sitting upstairs while we're all downstairs. Yes. Okay. Okay. Um. Real quick, but a few episodes. But just considering what you're about to face 
and everything that you have been through. Um, Cyrus has been in for a couple episodes. He's experienced some stuff. I uh, just mm. kind of want to get inside character headspace for a minute. Uh, we'll start with Cyrus. What All is right. what, what, what's, what's he kind of thinking about, especially during his meditation moment that he's having right now? Well, Cyrus is... Um, I would say he's kind of surprised at the amount of undead activity that's going on here. Mm-hmm. He's spent the majority of his life researching... Uh, these type of things, wandering around and mm-hmm. doing it, but he doesn't. He's hasn't come across this like severity of it in a long time. I feel like, so maybe he's like not sure if he's quite prepared for it. But he was, so he's trying to get into that state, preparing himself. Okay, um, so he's never seen this much concentrated undead power. I wouldn't basically. say all it, and not as much as he feels coming from this place. Okay. Um, and he is he familiar with Uslav at all? And at least not in a long time, I should say. Okay, <clears throat> not not a long time then. Mm-hmm. Anything else? What mm-hmm. is he thinking about going forward, especially with the upcoming, the upcoming fight that you all know you're going to be put through? <laughs> <laughs> well, he hopes he doesn't die. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be really sad. Cyrus no. dead in three episodes. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah. uh, have ready. fun rolling up a new character. <laughs> right? <laughs> no, just getting ready. Just hoping I can help the party out, essentially. Okay. <clears throat> Trying to figure out which role. I'd say take. do that thing where you roll up the same character and just spell their name backwards, but th- it's still Cyrus. So. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Dang. So we'll we'll move on to uh, we'll move on to Parad. She finally got Bessie back. Um. What's he thinking about right now? What's going through Parad's head? Uh, probably how how long it's been since he's had this kind of challenging job. Okay. I feel like since I've been doing this profession for such a long time, it's become kind of mediocre and almost too simple. Oh. And now all of a sudden there's this huge spike in difficulty. Does he enjoy the challenge? I think in some ways does he, he get does. kind of a rush out mm-hmm. of out of being being pushed to his limits a little bit. Yeah, I think it's mm. way different because usually he's solitary and he's kind of a solo player, and now he's almost being forced into a group that he barely knew anything about before this. Okay, and uh, the the last combat being so close to death. I mean, how how is he feeling after something like that? Has he been through something like that where his in metagame speak, his HP has dropped that low, <laughs> and he's been in, like, severe uh-huh. critical danger from from an enemy before. You, Mr. GM, would I'm probably know this already, but <laughs> yes, uh, before he started his career was probably the very first time that ever happened. Okay. Um, so and, lack of training and yeah, it was mm-hmm. the first time that he ever yeah. experienced something and like that. And then I'm sure there's been times where maybe I'm up against like a really strong opponent and uh, they're really skilled in their uh, in their field and uh, I just so happen to be hired to either put them in prison or off them 
and it turned out <laughs> bad for God. me. You know, Two choices, prison off or off him. <laughs> Shove his head off. There is no redemption in no. the rod. No. I, I imagine like handcuffed and all, and he's like, think, what, what are you thinking about? Uh, prison's like a four-mile walk, or I could just mm. off you. <laughs> well, or I could a, just kill you right here. I am a bounty hunter, so I do what the people tell me to do. That's true. <laughs> so yeah, that would be true. If somebody wants someone dead, you wouldn't care. Parod's not opposed to something like that. And I might just see a big old poster for a certain don't care. dwarf who runs a certain kind of ring <laughs> in the underground world. Nobody at home gets that joke. Nobody I know, that and joke. I don't care. <laughs> Move on. Move on. Okay. Nobody knows about your other character. No. No. And I guys, don't I care. To a past character, Ruwandar the dwarf. Oh, we okay. all we all really liked Ruwandar. Ruwandar the the dwarven rogue who had an underground illicit activities. Nice. <laughs> Very seedy individual. Yeah. <laughs> I think I think Ruwandar was one of the he was like borderline evil too. He was um He was charmingly roguish. He was very roguish. <laughs> I believe roguish. he was uh lawful evil. And he was worth 10,000 gold pieces. Okay, I played nice. I played with Ruandar. You were not lawful evil. No, <laughs> nothing. I was you did. Out of control. <laughs> I he was out of control. control. Was even kind He was. Of. He was very out of control. Lawful so, evil is like a corrupt politician. Ruandar was like Cartman from South Park. Oh yeah. That's what the Yeah. So be so Parod's very different from Zachary's previous character. We've mm. noticed. Okay. Um, we're gonna move on to Artrilla. Well, like I said, I'm pondering again why I'm there. The whole purpose of it, why I've stayed, why okay. I haven't moved on, why I care so much whether the professor gets avenged or not. It's because I cared for him. So his whole death thing is really starting to hit me now because it's been a couple weeks since he's actually died. That's we've actually buried him. So the whole he's really gone from my life is really hitting her hard, especially since Marcus's murder, even though. His murder is just a, it, to her, it's just a puzzle in this whole mess. And why somebody would take his hero cards is an interesting puzzle to a mystery to mm -hmm. her. But other than that, there wasn't a lot of emotion attached with Marcus because she only knew him two weeks. That's like nothing to her. I honestly thought she was going to say something like unfortunate casualty. <laughs> <laughs> How about just casualty? <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah, she's pretty wow. cold. Um, and she's also, though, a little bit in her heart getting a little bit excited because she has this burden she's been carrying for so long and she's feeling like you know how you get that feeling of excitement before something's gonna happen like you're gonna go to a big concert or something First your date. stomach gets mm -hmm. butterflies because you're excited but you're nervous so right. she's got that feeling that something's gonna maybe this is the beginning of the end of this burden that she's been carrying for a long time so she's getting excited for that okay what burden would that be um, wink, wink, nudge, for, nudge, backstory, maybe. Listen to future episodes, Tyler M. <laughs> mm. Well, he'll have to. He'll be here yeah. recording with us. You so. You'll find out soon enough, okay? Smarty pants, nosy body. You are body. contracted for at least 30 episodes. Yeah. <laughs> Stay tuned. Stay tuned for our trillas. You know. Our trillas deal with the devil. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty close. <laughs> Before we move on to our last faithful party member, um, I do want to ask... We, I, we, we talk about it sometimes. I really want to talk about why everybody 
is still sticking around because they have had like ample opportunity they could just leave they don't even have to stick around what is is motivating everybody to stay and see this job through we know artrilla she's once event totally to avenge for the, the professor. professor what about parad why is parad still here um i don't think it's this exactly the same as uh artrilla because honestly if i was at the funeral and she wasn't there or Kendra wasn't there and told us that she thought it was malicious activity going on, I think I would have just left. Yeah. Um, because I would have had no idea anything was going on in, inside the town, and I think I just would have left. So is it just, it, does it almost feel like another job to Parade? Uh, in a way. In a way? I don't know I if... feel like it's a job without, like, money behind it, aside from the reward for staying here for a month. I don't know about how you, but I always feel like Parad is like playing this, or maybe you're playing him this way and it's coming across this way to me. Like you're the protector. So you're not gonna leave this town with all this crap going on. Like you wanna stay there and make sure this town is okay before I you I don't know if move it's on. as much as the town as it is Kendra. It's Kendra, okay. But Kendra's so tied to this town. Why not? The town's been lovely so oh. far. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Such amazing time. and courteous mm. people here. Yeah, warm welcome. Mobs and yeah. pitchforks and fratricide. And I mean, to be fair, <laughs> you burned down their place and you burned down I did not place. even... No. We didn't burn down their church. Artrilla tried to kill a lot of them. <laughs> no, Artrilla was just going to let them die. There's a difference. I mean... I wasn't gonna, out now going to kill him. I just didn't care. Anybody. She was going yeah, to ignore them. I was. Help, my flesh is being burned that's, from my body. Remember, oh, that's care. the difference between you, Artrilla, and Parade. Is Parade used valuable resources to cure this town. So it can't all be tied to to Kendra as much as you think it is. I think you look out for the underdog. I don't know if that's as much as looking out for the underdog as being a courteous person. No, because it didn't even occur to Artrilla, and when you did it, she was mad. Because you're not a courteous person. You're cold-hearted and evil. I'm not evil. Mm. I'm indifferent. Well, Cyrus is very curious as to what powers are causing all of this. Oh, so you're sticking around for curiosity? A lot of it. Well, it might be duty, too. I mean, this is... Are you, like, the faith militant of Phrasma, or are you just a cleric of Phrasma? Um, kind of both, I guess. He's not, like, a straight-up militant. So you're not, like, militant. in a dedicated sect of undead hunting, no. but you you do have the training, and you're like... He this, follows Phrasma, and he has his personal... It's still my calling. <laughs> he has a lot of personal reasons for well, and how, undead. It's how's, my responsibility. <laughs> is the friendship between you and Father... What's his face? Father Grimborough. Father oh, that's Grimborough. Father Grimborough. Okay, I'm mixing up names then. Yeah, is it a strong friendship there? Are you doing it for friendship, too? The Father? Yeah. Of, because of he's the one who... Church? Who called you in, yeah. He, yes, I have a very strong connection with him. Okay. For those of you I who I did want... tell you that he raised me. I'm pretty sure I said that. Oh, no. I don't think I caught that. For those of you wondering where I the episode has gone, our GM has been staring at his notes the entire time we're talking. I was filling <laughs> in for him. I'm listening. <laughs> Sometimes I wonder if the character headspace is his way of saying, stall while I finish while my I prep. While I do something right <laughs> now. I'm listening. <laughs> <laughs> uh, got some good stuff. So the only one who hasn't said why he's still here is Min. Min, yeah. Oh, lots of reasons. He's... He, he's crazy, but he's a good-hearted person, so he cares about Kendra. He cares about the professor. He's also got... 
in spite of how mean everybody's been here, he's kind of got an understanding with this town of how, like, they're a small little community that doesn't know what they're getting into, doesn't know how to handle this, but they're very... He kind of understands why they're so suspicious of them and how they're closing ranks and taking care of each other. So he can relate to that. So he feels kind of bad that he's... Like, the rest of the party's been like, uh, it's not our fault that this stuff's going on. Min actually does kind of feel some responsibility. Like, they've brought this misfortune on this sad little uneducated town. <laughs> and uh, what are his thoughts going forward? Um, apart from kill the splatter man, he doesn't really have too many. Uh, the other reason he's excited to, to or that he's been sticking around is he loves history. He loves history, and Harrowstone is full of it like everything that they've come across like why was this prisoner kept here what was going on when this person died how the riot started why was Vesserania there what did the warden do to keep them inside why was there a secret passage from the washroom <laughs> to the... i was wondering how you're gonna how? work that in how what? did i know how did <laughs> i stuff know? like that you know what give me that hero card back you don't get that nope, anymore nope. You he it. already touched it you took it <laughs> you already erase have it. it back erase it off your sheet right now i don't want it on there he anymore. wrote it in ink <laughs> yeah. but stuff like that just fascinates him so like whatever he can learn as long as he's here he he's he has fun with it and okay. he probably enjoys uh, Kendra's endless supply of bacon. Yeah, I don't know the where she's getting this help. bacon, but yes. Yeah, the <laughs> bacon, it's just magic. The bacon definitely does not hurt. Okay, <laughs> cool. Um, it, it was in uh, it was in Petros's will for her that she be taken care of with long lifelong supplies of of hogs. Yes. <laughs> oh my god! <gosh. laughs> yes, you see him in out there like every morning just with his sickle. <laughs> That is sick. <laughs> Thanks a lot there's for that just, visual. There's just like this caravan of, of pig farmers coming back and forth from Lepidstadt. When, when this adventure is over, that's what his profession will be. <laughs> pig farmer. Pig yes. farming. Bacon He's going to open a Bacon slaughterhouse. <laughs> he won't make any money because he'll eat it It'll all. Eat yeah. the inventory. <laughs> oh, my uh, next next time next time you see him in after this adventure is over he's gonna be 400 pounds rolling <laughs> everywhere he'll be wider than he yeah. is tall <laughs> a blimp with a head and feet <laughs> he'll be like that blueberry girl from yeah from like a, I am Min the halfling beach ball he'll be Diabito Diabito <laughs> okay very nice no, no. I really enjoy the the character headspace moments. Um, we talked about what everybody was doing at the house, and uh, we'll go upstairs for a second to good old Min. As he is flipping through the pages, he starts to feel kind of tired. Oh, no. And... <laughs> <laughs> And uh, I like how he keeps trying to surprise me with this moments when I'm the one that wrote them. <laughs> oh, how funny. He feels kind of tired and ends up closing the book, laying his head down on his bed, snoring. Apparently, man, that was really quick. Dang. <laughs> Out like a light. He was tired. And he's men, a little guy. He's used to his nap time. <laughs> I'm a natural blonde. <laughs> and Min has... Another time-lapse episode. He blips out of time for what in our world would be the briefest of moment. But to him, feels much, much longer. And he sees 
this scene unfold. Within the darkened study of a compound in Ustalov, the dark of the night is being disturbed outside the study's windows as quickened footfalls of heavy boots can be heard, along with the firelight of torches. Within the study itself, stooped over a familiar tome of spells, is a gaunt and wizened figure. His hair is a mass of gray tangles to match the unkempt beard, but the mad eyes of Keen Ferriman are unmistakable. It's over, Ferriman! There's no way out! You can face arrest or the mob! Keen says nothing, just continues fussing over the spellbook. In spite of his mad rush state, his hands work over the book meticulously, carefully, obsessively adding page after page of spells. Sweat beads on his forehead as his blood and ink-spattered fingers place each and every page tenderly in the binding. When at last his spells are in place, he delicately stitches the binding, whispering some inaudible incantation over it. The commotion outside grows louder as the sounds of doors being forcefully kicked open draws closer to the study. Mm, that will have to do for now. Finally, the door to the study bursts open as a uniformed Khalifa's watchmen fill the doorway, some with weapons, others with trained crossbow, and even one with a wand. Payne Fairman, you are under arrest for murder, sedition, treason, and violations of the ethical code of magical conduct as outlined by Ustalavian law. You are to be tried for your crimes before the court. If you resist, we will not hesitate to take you in by any means necessary, up to and including deadly force. Payne holds up his hands in surrender, though his spellbook is still held firmly in one hand. Naturally, Inspector. In a lightning quick motion, he flings his free hand toward the watchman. Four magic missiles fly from his outstretched fingers, blasting the men off balance. Heen takes the opportunity to blast open a window behind him, using a flight spell to make his escape. Archers, fire! Bring him down! Bring him down! The battle flashes alarmingly to a much calmer scene as the soft trot of hooves and the slow rattling of wagon wheels over the road replaces the calamitous sound of the night of Heen Ferriman's arrest. A black enclosed wagon with barred windows rattles with chains as the imposing fortress of Harrowstone Prison comes into view. A man in uniform with thick dark hair and a gleaming badge pinned to his lapel watches the wagon approach with a steely gaze. Beside him stands a man with a brick-shaped chin and a halberd as tall as he is. The larger man approaches the wagon as it comes to a stop before the prison. As the driver steps around to unlock the back of the wagon, the man with the halberd starts pulling and shoving men inside to line up before the warden. The prisoners are linked together by chains on their ankles and wrists. Look lively, ladies, look lively. Get pretty for the warden. Captain Vosch, proceed. Here you are, warden, the worst of the worst. He gestures to the five chained men, one by one, while the warden patiently follows him down the lineup. Vorch gestures first to a tall, lanky bald man made up of unnaturally long limbs. He licks his lips and stares every which way with mad, bulging eyes. Vance Saytressel, the lopper, and as mad as a slip on pesh. Lost my head. Lost my head. Lose your head. Rolling. Rolling off. 
<sighs> Vorch slams the butt of his halberd into the lopper's ribs. Keep your mouth shut, maggot. He moves on to the next one. A grizzled old dwarf with sad eyes. Ispin Onyx Cudgel, aka the Mosswater Marauder. They come to a hunched man muttering prayers. What remains of his thinning wispy hair is as greasy and filthy as the rest of him. Who is that one praying to? The dirt for all the good it'll do him. Sephic Corvin. They call him Father Charlatan. He's defrauded every faith from here to the Mindspin Mountains to hear them tell it. My son, you must ask forgiveness, for I am in innocent in the eyes of the gods. For your soul, it is not too late. Vorch makes to strike, but the warden stays his hand. Innocent, you say? Indeed, I merely preach the word, the good word. There is no blood on my hands. But you took no issue letting the simple-minded do harm for you. As far as I'm concerned, you're a slimy coward, and the worst one in this lineup. What's the story with this one? He indicates the fourth man, a gaunt, pale figure with swollen eyes. Half the man's face is obscured by a cloth gag. The only name we ever got was the Piper of Ilmarsh. Had to keep him gagged when he wouldn't stop singing. Some of the gods said they couldn't get the songs out of their heads. Made them want to do all sorts of loopy things. Set fire to their homes while their wives and brats slept, that sort of thing. The other prisoners got the worst of it. No one around to beat senseless in a cell but yourself. Hmm. Best keep it on, then. Very good, sir. Last and least, Professor Heen Fairman. Evaded the Caliphus watch for 20 years as the Splatterman. Heen doesn't look at his captors. Instead, he stares intently at the Warden's badge. Ogryn. Strong name. Implies a strength of will. No doubt as ironclad as your fortress, eh, Warden? Enjoy your stay at Harrowstone, Professor. Once more, the eerie calm of the scene is switched abruptly to chaos. In the lower floor of the prison, the riot is in full force. Guards are beaten down by the prisoners as Heen Ferriman walks the halls, his hands folded calmly behind his back. The Lopper runs down the hall to meet him, drenched in blood. Off with his head! Lost his head! Good Captain Forge! Lost his head! <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Uh, very good, Mr. Saitressel. And our host. Got him. Got him. Chop him, lop him. Uh, all, all in all in good time, Mr. Saitressel. For now, show me to him. The Lopper leads Heen toward the corridor leading to the Reaper's hold. They pass an open chamber where the sad dwarven form of Ispen Onyx Cudgel runs his fingers over three skulls lined up in front of him. They don't fit. None of them fit. None of them will ever fix her. I won't ever fix her. Heen and the Lopper glide through the Reaper's hold, where the prisoners are gaining the upper hand in the brawl. They enter the torture chamber where two prisoners have Warden Hawkrin strapped to the table. Comfortable, Warden. Do whatever you want. It's too late. We're all going to die down here. Hmm. Perhaps. But you can still change that. Just answer a simple question before we have to resort to any more... unpleasantness. He draws his face directly next to Warden Hawkrins. Where is 
My spell book. That's what you're after? I don't expect you to understand. A wizard's spell book is everything. And right now, it is your only chance of escape before this place burns around us. <laughs> it's locked up on the first floor. The floor you conveniently collapse the stairway to. Hmm, regretting to start those fires yet. <laughs> Not nearly as much as your wife. Heen smiles wickedly as horror washes over the warden's face. Oh, yes, she dropped by earlier for a surprise visit. Didn't you know? I believe the smoke will reach her long before the flames do. So I can't imagine there will be much pain. Just the panic, the isolation, the calling out for the man who should have been there to save her. Then, sweet darkness. He removes the warden's badge and handles it absently. Vesoranya. What a beautiful name. Now I suppose I'll have all the time in the world to explore it, thanks to you. I swear, Ferriman, death will not be enough for you to escape me if any harm comes to- His words are muffled as he presses the badge into his mouth. Shh, 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 shh. no more words, Warden. Instead, allow me the honor of extending you the same courtesy you once showed me. Enjoy your stay at Harrowstone. With a curt pat on the warden's cheek, he makes for the passage that leads to the Nevermore. Mr. Say, Trussell. The Lopper gleefully removes a large blade from the wall of torture implements and makes his way slowly to where the warden is trapped. Even the other prisoners back away from him in fear. Chop him. Lop him. Lop him up. <laughs> The last we see of Heen Ferriman, he departs for the Nevermore, muttering a dire prophecy to himself. In flames and blood was Heen Ferriman reborn the Splatter Man. And so, in flames and blood shall it be again. When the flashback is over, Min startles awake on his bed, still clutching the spellbook of the Splatterman, and sits on the bed for a moment. What does Min do? Uh, I'm not sure about Min, but Phil wants to roll a wisdom check or something to see if um, he, I'm, Min's pretty sure these are coming to him for a reason. I want to roll to see if I can pick out, like, a certain detail from, because that was a lot of stuff that happened. Okay. I want to roll to see if I can pick out a certain detail as far as... Just straight wisdom? Okay. Uh, well, your, your call. Yeah, we'll do wisdom. Just straight wisdom yep. check? Okay. Uh, that's a 16. 16? Not, not much anything new. I mean kind of stuff that you've, you've pieced together on your own. Yes, the book is important. Yes, the Splatterman probably wants it. Um, 
nothing really stuck out to you though. Um, you did. You might have noticed. You might have noticed the scene where he was putting the pages in there as well. That might have that might have struck your your fancy, I guess. Your piqued your interest. That particular moment, maybe just the whole magical ritual that he was doing while he was putting together his spell book. I think those the magical moments would stick out the most to Min. And you do. Yeah, and the, yeah. So, so basically, that nothing, nothing new. You did see the Splatterman in action as well. Some of the spells he'd been, he'd been using. Um, yeah, four magic missiles does not send a lot of confidence my way. <laughs> no. Remember, Marcus could only do one of those. Oh wow. So he can shoot four at once. Just, just a. Means he's higher leveled. Briefest little window of how over our level he is. So are you going to tell, At least are you going to convey all this to us? Oh yeah, I'm, I'm totally sharing it. Because I feel like this is new relevant information now on like, and maybe you guys will catch something that I didn't catch. So I tell it word for word as much as I possibly can recall. Mm. Splatterman. You know what I'm going to make you do? What? I'm going to make you roll a wisdom check. Again? To see how much you can actually remember. Oh. And tell them. I hope it's all of it. <laughs> Can we make that a perception? <laughs> sure. Okay. Okay. <laughs> slightly better. Slightly better. TikTok's there right next to me. Don't, so don't, don't say I didn't do anything for you. Yeah. <laughs> Wait a minute. Isn't a perception a skill? So yes, it is. Okay, then. Uh... Oh, you're so excited to use this. Yeah, yeah I am. So um, I'm going to sing. Let's see. What do I want to sing? It's now? Christmas time. What are you singing? <laughs> Christmas time. I can't think of something to go with. Christmas I want something waltz. This, Christmas in Galarian. <laughs> <laughs> it's Christmas in Galorian. Oh we don't have the folks at home. That's what she's singing right okay, now. Okay, that's what I'm singing. Just <laughs> to singing. inspire confidence, to do it gives you a plus two. Even though it's the middle of March right now oh in, in the yeah. in the game. It's really distracting. I'm not sure like the mechanics behind this, but okay. It'll give you a plus two if it works. Shh, quiet. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so that's a plus eleven for me now. Uh, thank goodness. Uh, thank 16. goodness. Sixteen. You. You're able to remember most of it, the key important parts that I told you. Like, you probably missed the marauder in his cell, um, little things like that. You're probably not remembering everything about it, but I feel like the bigger parts of it you would Like the relay. pages that he was putting in mm -hmm. and all the words, he, and, and that he wants that book. How meticulous okay. he was about it, too. Mm -hmm. Like... <laughs> He was getting arrested that night, but he was taking the time to put these pages put the in, is together. what stuck out to me. That's very mm. interesting. Why would he do that if it wasn't so important? Who knows? Anybody want to spellcraft that? Or I feel like I'm doing all the rules. Uh, do you have, have a better spellcraft spell than me? I've got a spellcraft. No I've got a spell. Yeah, I do. Let I me can roll, roll an untrained what do I knowledge roll? arcana. Uh, you can roll knowledge arcana if you want. I can do either. It's the same. It's the same across the board. Wait a minute. Yeah, it's the same. Kay. Either spellcraft or arcana. Same. And it's a d20, right? You have to decide because they will give you different information. Okay, let's see. What do you guys think? Uh, I'll roll one. You roll the other. Okay, I'll roll knowledge arcana then. Uh, sure. Because I think I'll you're spellcraft. I'll roll spellcraft. Ooh, 26 wow. in Arcana. Okay. All right. And as far as spellcraft. Ah, oh, nice. Also, 26. Nice. Dang. So, 
I'd imagine you guys are are sitting around the table strategizing with everything. Philip did a <laughs> Philip did a spiral up in the air to Marcus. <laughs> <laughs> that was for you, big man. <laughs> and, and I look at you and go, what the heck are you doing with your finger? Don't worry about it. <laughs> so, Min. <laughs> Very I, odd. I, yeah, so, so like I was saying, I imagine you sitting around the table. You're probably taking notes as Min is telling you the dream. Um, I just I just imagine like this this playing out. Like you guys are, are spitting ideas off of each other. And, and you know, like just coming up with... with different strategies that you guys might be able to use and while it's all coming together min min really like gets this idea in his head and you rolled spellcraft yeah mm-hmm. um you you for sure that i mean that scene just really stuck out to you where he was meticulously placing the the pages into the spell book um and it almost seemed like he had an order to things, how he was placing them mm. in the in the mm. spell book. Roll me a knowledge history real quick, mm. and then I'll get to you. Hmm. Can any of us aid him on this? If you have it, yes. Oh wait, I, I'm gonna use start. Your okay, now yeah, I'm gonna sing. Um, don't don't stop! Don't wait stop! A <laughs> I'm gonna sing. <laughs> I don't know. I can't think of something. Cyrus is going to come over uh. and start rubbing your shoulders. Yeah, <laughs> you on the back. Be like, it's wow. okay. You okay. got this. Wow. A little massage there, man. And I thought I was the gnome with the weird stuff. Um, I'm going to start I singing. I have successfully aided him. Okay. Oh, come on. Give me a, sol- a song with think in the words or know or learn or... <laughs> I think I can. I think I can. Yeah, so go. you aided, so I <laughs> yeah. got plus. So okay, I'm just so, chanting that. So far, that's okay. a plus eleven for me, and then plus, plus two, two more for yep. you. Uh-huh. So plus thirteen. All right, here we go. Come on. Make this count. Plus thirteen, y'all. You better not waste this. Uh, twenty-seven. Twenty-seven. Nice. Min gets this Dang. thought in his head that that he he remembers seeing something somewhere, and. Maybe at the maybe at the church, maybe in the professor's library. But what remains of the spells? I mean, it was a pretty impressive history roll. So, what remains of the spells? He's kind of piecing it together that the spells are in an order, in in a thought out, methodical order, and he realizes that these spells are put in the order of his victims. These are the spells that he was using on his victims. That's pretty pretty impressive for you to realize, too. He also remembers from the previous flashback that the first spell he ever used was like a a spark. Spark, It was spark on the... Uh, Mm -hmm. It wasn't wasn't the other guy. Min saw this happening. It was the cigar Mm -hmm. and the... And Heen, the Splatterman, used Spark on the cigar. Mm. And Min recognizes what's left of the spell in the book that, oh, man, that's the first spell in the book. (sighs) And so with that 27 on your history, you're able to piece all this together. And as far as your knowledge arcana goes... Um, there's there's not much more I can give you. Like I've said before, the the spell book is 
everything but to how a many pages are actually missing out of it or how many pages which pages do we have there's, you said we have the first page do we have the last page there's 11 spells total in the book and remaining ha- he That's was doing all. this for 20 years, though. I know well, that doesn't the, the seem like a lot. The book is damaged. Oh, as yeah, well. and we were missing pages, weren't we? No, there were no pages. But as far as you can tell, nothing, nothing's missing. Oh, all the pages are still there, but like the I ink and stuff that. has been you can't damaged. Read it all. Okay, you can't for make some it reason, out. I thought they were actually some missing. of it. Okay. Some of it's encoded as well. It's probably encoded. Okay. You probably can't even read some of it because he's. What Meyer? Can I help at all with reading it? Maybe. I think yeah, that would I mean, be a linguistics Yeah, it would be more of a linguistics, though. Well, mm-hmm. let me roll it just to see if I can get it. Because I got a high linguistics. Yeah. Min, Min, after what you just told me about this, let me have a peek at it. I might I might be able to break it. Professor and I dabbled in linguistics a little bit. Go nuts. Mm. I only got a 13. No, I, you can't make it out. Can you I try? just notice it's some kind of... Of code. I've got, Go a, ahead. I've got a decent linguistics. Linguistics checks. Parod, you want a turn at it? Yes. <laughs> Who would have thought? Linguistics DCs are on, ridiculously Parod. high, though. Orcs are known for their reading skills. <laughs> that is a... <laughs> that was so funny. That's a 20... To everyone who laughed at that, 21. you're racist. <laughs> 21. 21? Mm-hmm. He got um, higher than me. Damn, that's really Shoot. good, actually. It's a very well-read orc. <laughs> a very well-read orc. You just, I mean, I mean, you can't, it's a code. You know yeah. for certain that this is a code, but unless you took, like, massive amounts of time on it, you'd almost have to take it to a professional at this point, too. It's, it's like, heavily coded, and you, you just, I mean, you've probably never seen this. He was a professor, you after all. know that this is a, is a code. Okay. So, Min has attempted to set this book on fire before... Which did nothing, uh, but somehow. Oh, there's... do you tell us that? Yeah, we I... didn't know now. Yeah, I mentioned. So now that. we know that. Okay. But somehow. I'm, I'm betting. I'm betting everything's on the table at this no, point. Okay. Like but, you guys are telling yeah. everybody everything. I'm assuming everything we're all talking. Going... Yeah. Right oh, because we need to catch up, Cyrus, anyway, of what's going on. But we kind of did before, but yeah. A little bit more in depth, probably. But somehow. <laughs> There's pages that have been damaged. So, like, what kind of damage are we talking? Water damage? Yeah, water damage. So, okay. And it was just, it's its the ink itself on the pages. The ink itself is gone. But oh, wait, didn't you try to burn it before we... No, never mind. I've tried to burn it a couple times. Okay. Yeah, he has. If we keep going down this line, we want to read something. Is there something readable to read? No. Okay, no. that's what I wanted to know. It's really just In kind of book. a common practice of wizards to, to encode their spellbook. So mm-hmm. just not just anybody can find their book and be like, oh, this is how you cast okay. Fireball. I don't know that we want to destroy it. I'm wondering if we can lose, use it as leverage. So after all these really good checks, will you tell us if it would be beneficial to bring this into battle with the Squatter Manor? That's what I'm going to bring up. Well, as the GM, mm. this is a question towards him. You guys can talk about it. I want to talk for about that. Yeah. I'd rather have you guys talk about it before I give you an answer. I well, mean, I think we. Okay, sorry. You, you seem to be a learned man. I'll give you that much. So, what do you hey, think? Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think? Do you think this can be used against the Splatterman somehow? Everybody roll me. I'm going to do a wisdom check on this one. That's oh. a natural 20. Dang. Mine's What'd a you get? 20 That's total. Really 20 total. So 20, uh, 22 for me. 14. Sorry. 14, 22. I only got seven. Seven. I'm too distracted by thinking <laughs> how we can use a book that I'm not thinking. Min and Parad. Parad especially, even though his is a little what? bit lower, but 
I'm going to give you kind of a bonus on this as well because you've had personal experience with this. Mm-hmm. You've used the axe. The axe was effective against the lopper. You used the hammer. The hammer threw off the marauder. You used the flute. The flute was able to stagger the piper and the lopper. So yes, you get the sense that these items all can be used against them. Yeah, the marauder was weakened as soon as he pulled the hammer out. Yes. out. You didn't even do anything. You didn't even use it. So even if we just but hold the book. I feel like if we bring his spell book to him, Maybe we don't want him to get a hold of it, though. That's what I'm afraid of, because we can't, we can't um, threaten to burn it or destroy it in any way. It seems indestructible. Indestructible. So I'm not sure how to use it against him, other than hold it, and then we run the risk of losing it if he's as powerful as you say, Min. What's Min thinking? Yes, little witch. What is the answer to this? He's, he's honestly still for destroying it. How, though? How do you destroy something that's indestructible? Every spell has a loophole. Oh, wait. We destroyed something with holy water once. Maybe the cleric here has something. I do have holy water. I don't know if it would work, Should though. we try it? Be my guest. Um... You have I'm a. I'm going uh, to advise not to. Why, no. Rod? It worked last time. Uh, so did I tell them that I about the hammer and axe? How effective it was? Okay, so they already know. Yeah. yeah. yeah I'm oh, sure but you bring did. it up again because I'm I'm oh, yeah. forgetting that it's effective against them. So, I'm going to advise that you don't destroy it because in past experiences in these battles, we've had the axe, which was very effective against the lopper. The hammer, which was very effective against the Marauder, didn't even have to use it. It just kind of affected him in a psychological way. But when I was facing the Piper, I got the feeling if he could have taken the pi- the flute back from me, he would have. Well, they can't grab it. They're not of this world. And these oh, they can't hold are. anything? I don't know. They don't act like normal spirits to me. Well, Maybe haunts. because they're connected to it. I don't know. What do you... Would you say, Cyrus, mm. you've studied studied more in this field than well, I dare say I have. The one that I did fight was a haunt, and haunts, they're not really beings, to say. It's more of a manifestation of himself. Can he carry so something? Sure. Can he take it, physically take it away from us? I don't know. <laughs> Tyler doesn't know that. I don't know if, if Cyrus Okay, Parad, that. I just thought of something else. If we have the book there... All it takes is for him to remember his spell, and he can use it against us. But he can already do that. Can I roll a knowledge check on that? You can roll a knowledge religion on that. Okay. Do religion no uh, 14. Come on. (laughs) (laughs) Rolled a five. No, you don't. I mean... I mean, these are big topics that we're talking about. Like, you understand understand the basics of haunts. Yes, they are manifestations of extreme emotion, whatever that emotion might be. You've seen plenty of undead, and so maybe their stories are are filling you in on some stuff. The Whopper was a different type of undead. They face zombies, and and every undead acts a little bit different, but haunts are not... Haunts are very different from undead. Haunts are just these manifestations of raw emotion 
that happened while what it, while that person was still alive or or just even the emotion from the room itself you got the iron maiden in the one room you know that the emotion in that room somehow manifested in all the torture devices and they were all linked together because of that the piper himself was a haunt the monster marauder was a haunt the lopper was a dead manifestation though right. And so you guys aren't sure which one which he's one which form he's which one you're take. going into. I think we also don't understand how we can use the spell book against him. Like it's not an axe or a hammer like the last guy's. Like that was a weapon. That was easy. None of us are wizards. None of us know how to use a spellbook. How spell to book. use it other than to try to destroy it. That's my point. Even the well, spells that men. men can cast. Well, it's still above his level. I say we should bring it, but maybe we... not have it in sight, sight at first at least and have the so holy water on hand yeah mm-hmm. someone carry it and then if we have no other options i mean we can always pull it out and see if something happens i don't know what if we did a little test before we left and put a little tiny bit of holy water on it to see if it would damage it destroy it or protect it you can try i have a couple vials of it actually let's ruin the spark spell i already know that one let's mm. do it so you place the book down on the table. Cyrus retrieves one of his vials of holy water. Cyrus does a little... The spiral with his hand. Probably says something like, Phrasma, guide guide my hand, or whatever. I don't know, what, what would he say at this moment while he's doing this? How would he handle this situation? Yeah, I think he would take the water, but I think... He would kind of in a spiral motion when he's pouring it out, and he'd be like, uh... Well, before he does that, can we just rip that one page out? Does that work? Can we rip it out? We try to rip it out. <laughs> you try to rip it out? Yes, yeah. we try to rip it out. So it's separate from the book, so the whole book doesn't get destroyed. It doesn't budge. <sighs> Parade, you try. 16. 16. It doesn't budge. Mm-hmm. Well, okay. just don't pour it on the whole book. Just a piece of the book. He just says something about, Phrasma, please help us and guide us through these, this troubling curse. And may Desna give us her luck. The water just kind of splashes over the book. Nothing really happens. It doesn't work, mm. mate. Like it's oil soaked? <laughs> it doesn't work. Well... Kind of what happens when you soak something in oil is the water just runs over it. Mm-hmm. Wait a minute, I just <clears throat> thought of something. What if we got one of the items out of the chest and used it against the book? I don't think anything would work. Mm. I'm starting to think we're just gonna need to go with it. I don't know if we can do anything. We're, yeah, we sh- should just take it and keep it in a bag. Who wants to hold it? I'll hold it in my bag of holding. <laughs> Everybody looks at men. <laughs> I looked at men too. So I know, I why did like, I look at men? Why would I look men? at men? You want to Thank hold you. the evil book? Sure. All right. We're going to give it to men. In my bag of, of holding, which is very good at holding things. You do have a bag of holding? Holding. Oh. Yeah. Wait, really? No, he doesn't. No, I just have it. Oh, it's like, what? Nobody's got <laughs> that kind of clout yet. That's a very expensive item. <laughs> All right, then. We're giving it to men. Nobody's got that kind of clout yet. <laughs> men, if worse comes to worse, pretend you're a great wizard. And that you're going to use one of these spells against him. What do you mean, pretend? You're a wizard, Min. (laughs) (laughs) You're a wizard, Min. (laughs) I knew that was going to come in someday. Well, I I said a great wizard, not just a wizard. Mm. Pretend you're a great and powerful wizard, little Min. 
I'll try my best. <laughs> oh, that actually did. That actually got to you. It didn't go over your head like it usually does. He's not dumb. He's okay. just crazy. He's just crazy. Okay. Yeah. I'm sorry if I insulted you, little friend, but hey. I don't think you're up against this. I don't think you're at that great of a level yet. Though I do have much more confidence in you than I used to. So did we sleep already? No. No. It's still the same day. We're okay. still discussing all this. Now. When you all go to sleep, enough time will pass that I will let you roll one more check. All of you can pick perception, wisdom, arcana, spellcraft, whatever, on the book itself. Maybe get one more final clue before you go back into battle. Will you allow religion check on that? Religion, whatever you want. Sweet. Whatever you want to roll. So think about, not right now. We're going to do it when you wake up in the morning. Okay. So... Enough time will have passed. Maybe you guys are thinking about this all night. Maybe you don't sleep because of the anxiety. Oh, I'm sleeping. You're sleeping. I'm. Is it who else? Who is sleeping? sleeping. Then? You are giving me my spells back. <laughs> Do I'm not sleeping. try and keep me. I'm away. actually well, writing and okay. sleeping, but so I'm, I'm writing again. a lot. Yeah. I would consider. I will still writing consider it a reading. full night's rest. Cyrus, whatever is full you end up doing, snooze. he is sleeping. I'm snoring like the pigs. Min is gonna slaughter someday. <laughs> Oh my god! Oh, good, great! Wow! I go over and like stuff a pillow under your door jam okay. so I don't have to listen to your snores. Muffle sounds. Is it, because is even it as a, I'm trying to sleep, some part of the night you keep waking me up with your big loud snores. Pillow? No, just a okay. pillow. Magical pillow. <laughs> magical. I have not. I don't have that kind of money either. So you guys are all thinking about mm -hmm. what you want to roll mm -hmm. tomorrow. Yes. Okay. Mm -hmm. Now. This Everybody is not going to end well. Goes no. to mm -hmm. sleep. <clears throat> the night is uneventful. Oh, thank gosh. <laughs> Praise you for all, us. <laughs> you all feel a sense of dread wash over you as if, as if the worst is yet to come. You wake up the next morning, you get going. And you all sit around the table for breakfast one more time, and you continue talking about strategy, how you how you want to handle this. Parad, what are you rolling? Maybe. We'll come back to you. Cyrus, what are you rolling? All right, we'll come back to you. Min, what are you rolling? <laughs> how come you guys aren't ready? I'm a witch, knowledge arcana. Okay. And I feel compelled to tell the GM that you can give me a circumstance bonus because I saw the flashback. That's true. <laughs> that is a 20 total. Are you singing? Yeah, I'll Dark sing. Dark singing? Mm-hmm. So 22. 22. I guess I should have asked I'm that, gonna but... sing. I'm going to sing some kind of gnomish dirge because <laughs> that's how I'm feeling. Happy it's your birthday. birthday. Except I'm singing. <laughs> it's our death day. <laughs> So what'd you roll on your arcana? Uh, 22, 22 total. total on the arcana. Plus whatever circumstance bonus you want to give me. Don't have to. Just whatever you want. <laughs> whatever you feel is fair. We're not going to stop you from for being the benevolent pages, and amazing GM we know you For six pages of work. Whatever you feel is fair. No. I'm going to give you a negative 30. <laughs> Dang. Because you're... You're you're so sassing me right Min now. Men woke up. Men woke um, up hungover. So. <laughs> uh, you, you just you feel like like it needs like it needs to be in his presence. 
in order for anything to work. Whatever it is that you, you are going to do to it, you just get this feeling that the magic is so heavily tied to the Splatter Man that, like all the other items, that this needs to be in his presence in order to work. So this wasn't the Splatter Man that did this, but Min remembers the nightmare that Father Charlatan gave him about hurting TikTok, which is essentially the same thing to Min as the Spellbook is to mm-hmm. the Splatter Man. And he just kind of gets this evil little smile at the thought of ripping it apart in front of him. Jeez. Wow. Hmm. Man has these little dark moments that scare me. Did anybody else want to roll anything? Yes, Yes. I want to roll perception. Okay. Yes. Dang it. 13. Not high enough to give you anything this big. This is big. Mm. Sorry. I know it wouldn't be good. So Cyrus, during his morning prayers to Phrasma. Mm-hmm. He's going to roll a knowledge religion check. All right. Go ahead and roll it. <laughs> Get a plus Please. two. Cause... Son of a... <laughs> <laughs> I rolled a three. Son of a gun. Nope. So oh. 11. Nope. Don't get that. Are you going to roll anything? Are you rolling anything? So it's a new day, and I can use my ability once more. All right. I'm going to try and roll an untrained, or now it is considered trained okay. knowledge religion. Okay. Okay. Oh! Oh, natural twenty! Yes. yes, I saw that. What did go? Come so on, what's come your on. total then? Uh, that is untrained. No, he's trained now. He said that's twenty-five. Holy! All right, twenty-five come on, come religion. On. What's Parad's religion? <laughs> what were you doing last night? <laughs> Praying my butt <laughs> off. <laughs> You don't know exactly what you're going into face mm-hmm. today. Could be anything. You've seen numerous things in this prison. Like I, I told Cyrus, uh, he remembered about the haunts and the different types of undead that you've encountered. You basically confirm with men, and you were already on this path, saying that we needed you were right mm-hmm. you were yeah. on the side of bringing it to the prison you've yeah. been in the in contact with these evil items and you you feel the evil coming off this item like like the curse coming off this thing because you've been in contact with it and your religion check and everything mm-hmm. you're you're basically like the the if the book had an alignment this book would just basically be evil yeah and and you're getting this sense and you just feel strongly that, and you confirm it with men, that no matter what you're going up against, you feel that this book needs to be in his presence. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay? Neat. Okay? Yes. Okay. And he right. relays this information to the rest of you. Well, I guess we're taking the book, guys. All right. Maybe it will save men, us in the end. Just don't let him see it at first, maybe. Just it's keep been, him off of me. It's been mm. a pleasure serving with you men. And I put my hand out to shit, like do that. You know how you do that. <laughs> the team pile on yeah. thing yeah. out with your the hands. Yeah. Go team. Yeah. And yeah. break. Yeah. Does everybody go in? Min so does. I put my hand in. Does. So Min goes on Ooh, top. Fun. Do you guys join? I have to bend down a little bit. Okay. <laughs> Sound yes. like dwarfs all of ours. We're in it together. May Desna bless us with our greatest luck. Mm. May Desna bless us. Everyone. <laughs> I mean, 
business mm. kind of crappy, so we're going for us. <laughs> Please tell me you did not tell our troll of that. Uh, maybe he mumbled it. <laughs> yeah. Under his breath, he's like, Desna. Okay, Desna. <laughs> Desna <Farazma. sucks." laughs> And I go, what was that, Cyrus? Oh, you're lovely today. Thank you. <laughs> But it's not about my beauty today. It's about my strength, wit, courage, and intelligence. And Marcus. Huh? <laughs> what? <laughs> it's about Marcus. It is not about Marcus. It's about the professor. It's always been about the professor. Mm. And Marcus. I mean, I don't care about the professor. <laughs> wow. He doesn't know the professor. Wow. I mean, it's more about Marcus than the professor. I don't to care about any of you. <laughs> Ooh, I'm getting feisty now. I mean, Marcus was a frog. Gentlemen, we so. just went in with our hands and did the team battle cry. Yeah, so let's not do this. So let's be united. <laughs> it's for the professor. And Marcus. I agree with Min, and I pat him on the head. And I just roll my eyes and figure, fine, I'll go along with it. Anything to appease mm. little men. What put her panties in a knot today? <laughs> men. <laughs> We're men. We're men in tights. Tight, tight. <laughs> Cyrus has his fists on his hips. <laughs> he just like goes stands in the doorway. Chest out. Okay, you actually, I'm ready. you actually win our trill over and she goes, good one, mate. And then we... I'm ready to go. You know what we do? Mm. These manly men What's in tights. Going? What? We roam through prisons looking for fights. Hey. <gasps> Very good. Wow. Very nice. Nice performance, Are gents. you sure you're not a bard? <laughs> He's a bard Maybe at secretly. heart. Yeah. That was so Only good. Only when he wears He's the wig. He's a bard in his heart. <laughs> that he was is. so good. Not I'm going to give you a hair yeah! yeah! Two in one episode. Shut it's a, up. It's a big episode. It's a good episode oh today, wow. ladies and gents. I'm feeling, feeling in the Christmas spirit right That's now, That's why he's too. giving things away. All right. Well, as always, Cyrus dons the hood before leaving the house. You're right. And, of course, I'm in front because I think I'm the leader. <laughs> Every time, with every my little time you get in the front, I think of... Just until we get to the prison, and then I get in the back. No, every time you get in the front, I think of, we're following the leader, <laughs> the leader, <laughs> the leader. So, Actually, I'm probably singing that all the way to Artrilla's the prison. marching in front, and Cyrus is kind of making faces at her as he's walking behind. <laughs> behind <her. laughs> and I am head held high, chin in the air, and everything. Oblivious. Yeah. He's mockingly copying her actions. Completely oblivious to everything. <laughs> yeah. Bye, Kendra. We'll be back when we've destroyed everything. Oh, my good. God. Good luck, luck destroying the castle, boys. <laughs> yeah. yeah, good luck storming the castle. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so you, you all proceed to the prison. Do you stop and see Vessie before you go downstairs? I would think so, to let her know we're there. We're there till the very end. Okay. And I'm very dramatic about it because, you know, this is my greatest performance. I might die. Oh, my gosh. So I'm really laying it on oh thick. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. And we're so, uh, the pleasure has been all yours. And if we die in battle, please remember us. And on and on and on. I was going to say something nice, It's a bit long speech, um, so. Yeah. You took too long. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> We're on a schedule right now. Yeah. You took too long. Well, I'm not even going to go into her speech because it's right. really long. So, About how great and worthy she is. Cyrus doesn't really trust Vesserani at all. Even though you've rolled like every sense motive I've on never her rolled ever. one on her. Actually, I'm going to take something out once. of my pockets and, and place it with her. So that if I die, 
she has it what and knows what to her? do her. My journals. Oh. Because mm. I don't want to die with you them didn't on me. Give them to Kendra? Give them to Vesseranya? Oh, that's true. You know what? I think I would have given them to Kendra. Okay. Nope, too late. <laughs> and said, <laughs> shut up. I didn't yeah, take my hands off the chest piece. do this. I'll allow it. <laughs> yeah. You're four okay. minutes too late. <laughs> so I did. I gave them to Kendra before for safekeeping okay. so that I would not be, they wouldn't be dead. I wouldn't, huh, I wouldn't die with them on my person. Okay. I want them to live on. Okay. So, yeah, you guys go back downstairs. There was, there was that one, that last hallway that you could have gone through, or you can go back through the secret passage. Oh, got to go through the secret passage. Yeah. We talk about it all, all right. the time. I so. think they both, uh, mm. I think they both lead to the Nevermore, so we might as well. Yeah. Back that. down to the one I found? Yeah. Yeah. Mm. The one where we almost died. <laughs> How many times can we almost die in the same, in the same room? Honestly. Yeah, we've already cleaned out the slime. Honestly. Yeah, we're going Lightning down there. Lightning doesn't strike twice in Pathfinder. I am. It strikes three, three times. Yes. Are you at the end order. or am I at the end? Who's in front? I'm either third or fourth. Uh, okay. Moi. Probably. Probably. I don't front. know. The it's always shield. Parade, then the shield. Cyrus. Then Artrilla. Then Min. Then Little yep. Min. Min's in the back. Okay. So when you, you make your way through this narrow passageway, like I said, the rest of the prison in the basement is all bricked up. This passageway is just a a dirt tunnel basically going through. So we've gone past where the slime was hiding. Yes, you make it through there with no or the ooze, no sorry. no event. No the, you got rid of the ooze already. No issue. Um This is going to stain my boots. Hmm. Everybody, if you have it, you can roll Dungeoneering for a nice little tidbit. Nope. I think Parag does. I do does. have that. Yeah. That is a 17. 17? Higher than me. Higher. Okay. So you know when you walk in, just the layout of the building, considering that the torture room was on was on one side of the passage and the this ne- this room that's called the Nevermore is on the other side of the passage... When you exit out of the room, you notice that there's like manacles on the wall in this little tiny cell area, and you realize that this cell, this little tiny cell that you're in, the room is much bigger, but you exit and there's a little tiny cell in the corner (laughs) that you are all standing in that the secret door deposited you out into. Okay. You realize that this is kind of like a staging area that they would transport prisoners from the Nevermore to the torture chamber. Ooh. Okay. All right. Ooh, Parad, tell me. Is the door open? You have an oil of magic weapon on you. I do. Oh, I have more than one. Oh, I thought you were down to one. Phew. Nope. Okay, good. Kay. I is smart. The cell door is open, right? Yeah, the cell door is open. I want to know how Parad's going to enter because he's <laughs> the first one in that in the big room. Yeah, how are you entering? What I'm are you going doing? to uh, enter like first? Teddy from Arsenic and Old Lace. Charge! But instead of charge, he's yelling, Messi! Messi! Oh my god. That is a dead man. We blew the soundboard out on that one. Probably. Okay, anyway, you so you enter the are, are you really charging in there? No. Okay. How are you entering? Are you, I'm are you gonna being a little cautious? Sneak. You're going to sneak? Yeah, can I roll a stealth check? Yeah, you can Ooh. roll a stealth check. Okay. okay, wait, stealth. I'm going to um 
Uh, yeah, that is what I was telling you to do. You told yeah. me to remind you of yeah. this. Yeah, I'm going to quietly sing a little lullaby, like a quiet little lullaby. How many times a day do you inspire. have to do this? Hmm? Oh, wait. Um, it's a new day. Yeah, I know, but how many? I just. It doesn't say. It, doesn't it say. says they just have to hear me. As long as you can <clears throat> hear me, I okay. can. I don't think it's a. I think it's one of my teamwork things. So okay. I can do it so all you, the time. Yeah, you can probably do it all so, the time. We can look into it further if, okay. if we have to, okay. but it sounds like you could do it anytime you want. It is just singing, so yeah. your, spin, so your singing just inspires this mm-hmm. competence in people. Okay, plus two to so what? skills. What plus two? Yeah, plus okay. two to your stealth. That is now a plus 12. Holy ah. cow. Stealth? Holy cow. Yeah, that stealth. is a 23. He's a sneaky yes. boy. So you, you exit the staging area, probably hugging the walls and the shadows. And when you enter, uh, go ahead and roll me a perception check. Okie dokie. Oh, baby. That is a 27. Holy cow. Nice. When you enter, you... You're on a fire today. You don't really see anything in the room except for this pool of water right in the middle of the room. And uh, you can't quite tell, but the layout looks exactly the same as the oubliette. So... You don't know what's underneath this pool of water. It looks really deep. So instead of hole, there's a pool of water. A really and the deep water pool is of water. coming from yeah, it's coming from you know the other room too. It's probably leaking in here, funneling to this pool of water and and from underground. Deep this hole from underground and coming mm-hmm. up. No, when it's coming out from whatever you know the the lake outside uh-huh. from the, next to the oh, it's running wall, down, running down uh-huh. into the basement, okay. into that first room, and that water is just kind of seeping. And into this other room, this. and it's just okay. funneling into this Pulled hole. Into okay. You can't tell how deep it is, but you just see this deep pool of water in the center of the room. It's, the pool itself is probably like 20 feet across, mm-hmm. and then as it goes further down, it just gets darker and darker, and then you just lose sight of it. You can't, mm-hmm. like, it just looks pretty deep as Are far you as you sure can tell. this water sanitary? <laughs> it looks questionable <laughs> I don't want to get dysentery. <laughs> But you don't see anything else in this room, as far as you, as far as your perception goes. Okay. Can I throw a rock in it? Sure. Okay. If you want to. Sure. Oh, why not? You throw a rock into it and it splooshes. Okay. And just sinks. <laughs> All right. Cool. Sploosh. Did I get any skips? What? Uh-huh. Did I get any skips? Did you try to skip it? I could have. Did roll, you roll me a dexterity a... check. Okay. Did you roll oh a skip gosh. check? <laughs> check for skip. I can't believe you're really skipping a rock. I did nope, not. I, nope, it I just failed hits it. the it water. Just, it really did go sploosh. I got a kerplunk. It really plunk. did just go sploosh in the water. <laughs> sploosh. Right. Um, do you notify the rest of them? Sure. What do the rest of you do? He probably, like, like he's not very in. far, so he probably whispers back to you, like, like I don't... Uh, what do you say to them? What, what do you... There's just a weird pool of water in the middle of the room. Okay, so I'm going to come how, in. Are we able to see in here? How dark is yeah, it? Yeah, how dark is uh, it? It's low light. Okay, so I can see. Yeah, I can see. I have um, dark vision. Bring me in, and I'm going to say, Perron, I have a sun rod. Do you think we should throw it in? Don't try any fancy tricks this time, okay? A what? A sun rod. A sun rod. Min, are you in the room? Uh, are you yeah. with the rest of them? He's in the back. Okay, so where did Cyrus go? Did you go right up next to the edge of the pool? What are you doing? Uh... 
Yeah, he'd be looking into it. Okay, Archilla. And so would I because I want to drop a sunrod in Man, it. Sounds like back. a horrible idea. We're all going to die. <laughs> are you being cautious? Are you looking? I, he's staying. There's be- no other choices. Cyrus cannonballed into the pool. <laughs> 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 Roll a deck to see if you see belly that. flop. <laughs> is, it a, is it a beautiful swan dive or is it a boo? <laughs> He's serious about that plan of hiding behind everyone else and tearing up the book or doing what he can while they keep him off of off of him. I'm okay. Gonna okay. Re- can plan. I ready in action? Sure. What are you readying? Uh, spell. Okay. <laughs> what spell? Okay. Bless you. I'm, so I want to cast uh, Shield of Faith on Min. It gives them an AC bonus. Oh, nice. And how long does that last for? Just one minute, because I'm okay. only level one cleric. So you're going to wait until Battle danger starts. presents itself. Like, if I see danger, I'll reach around. Okay. I have to touch Min, so I'd be okay. standing somewhat close to him. So the three of you are at the edge of this him. pool. Min's hiding mm-hmm. behind you. Okay, then I'm going to... Hold on. Okay, Were you no, throwing never the sunrod? Yes, I'm going to throw the sunrod. You're going to throw the sunrod in? Well, I, I actually asked Parod first. Do you think we should drop a sunrod in it? Uh, will you tell me what that does? It's a it's light. Just like it's a just a glow light. stick. It's like a glow stick. Okay. Kind you of, basically yeah. break uh, it and, and throw and it in. Sure. light. You okay with this? Sure, All right. Yeah. Wait, hold on. I'm going to wait. That spell, actually, I'm going to wait until we see the law, the Spider Man. Okay. okay. I'm going to make sure it's actually. Him I before only have you one cast it. Okay. okay. For the day, so. Okay. Okay. So you throw the sunrod <clears throat> in. I, I just toss it down in there and you, cross my fingers. Actually. <laughs> you notice that it just it just sinks. So this room is almost it's like it's basically the same as the oubliette. There's like a oh, solitary like a hole, hole in the ground. In the ground. Yeah. Do you think he's here? It's full of water. Maybe he's not here. The spell book was water. I was starting to think we're in the wrong room. Maybe he's not in here after all. After I drop that, I pull out my slingshot and marble. <laughs> I don't know what I think I'm going to do with it, but that's what I pull out. I'd ask Parad for one of his oil of magic weapons. Mm, but I need those. No, because I don't think I'm that effective. I'm more here to sing and inspire. I don't think she would think of it because that's his. That's kind of how she would think of her stuff, too. Like, that's would mine, that's it? yours. Probably not. Okay. So then, no. <laughs> I don't know how how long this battle is gonna last, and how long does I only have two of them, and they last. Mm, how long do they last? Look it up. Okay. I forget. So you are all looking at this pool of water in the middle of the room. You're standing on the edge of it, and you notice the sunrod just slowly fades away the deeper it goes, and you can't tell how deep it is. But if it's anything like the oubliette, you'd imagine it's about 30 feet deep. While you're standing here, almost as if something's in your head. Oh no. (laughs) You hear a voice. And some of you, this is the first time you've heard this voice. Give me Harry Potter. <laughs> Sorry, I gotta resist. <laughs> and you said voice in your head. Who is that? It's almost as if you should not be named. <laughs> and you hear this voice. I have been waiting for this moment for such a long time. The Black Feather Few 
ever since you stepped foot into this hell. I've gotten inside your heads. I've seen things. Things that you might not want other people to know about. And then in your heads you see this vision begin to unfold. It starts out in, in black and it fades in. We're all seeing the You're same vision. You're all seeing vision? the same scene unfold inside all of your in heads. In our heads? Inside all of it. You're hearing what? this voice oh my gosh. inside your head. Oh my gosh. The first scene you see is of a younger looking Parade. He is older than the previous flashback you've seen of him, the previous vision, the one you had in Kendra's house. Okay, at this point, I'm gonna start yelling, not this again, not this again. What I can't again? go through this again. What? Because he's already been in our heads. This is gonna freak me out again. He's, he's I didn't still like this it. last he's still time. Going I know, I'm just it. telling okay. you that this is her reaction. You see a younger Parade, he, and he is sitting on a bed inside this old, worn-down hovel. In his hands, he's holding a familiar battle axe. In this vision, Cyrus wouldn't recognize this, but the other three of you would. Mm -hmm. In this vision, you notice that the axe appears more used than the previous time you saw it. When you, when, when, when you guys assume he first got it. But not as worn as it is now. As it is now. And you, you, the, the ornate carvings on the handle are starting to fade from use. The, there's, slowly, there's rust slowly building up on the blade. But you do notice a new addition, one you've never thought about before, that you've seen, but you do see a new addition from the previous time that wasn't there in the previous vision. On the pommel is a strange-looking gem. Prod looks tired and worn out like he's seen some stuff. He's sitting on the bed, and you can tell in his head he's contemplating something. Something that's weighing very heavily on him. Parade speaks, and he says, Orbel, come here, please. The same half-orc that you saw in the previous vision, his younger sister, enters the room. She, too, is older, but she also looks tired and worn out. Her long, thick, black, curly hair falls onto her shoulders. It's longer, so you can tell some time has passed since the previous vision. She enters the room and she says, Yes, brother? Prod takes a deep breath. I need to talk to you, sister. My destiny in this life is to protect people. My greatest destiny is to protect you. Now I have an idea, one that will keep you safe forever. It will keep you safe from her. She won't be able to find you once we complete this. All the money I've received from jobs over the years, I will use to fund this idea that I have. All I need to know is do you trust me? Norbal reaches down and she puts her hands on top of Parade's 
Pride is still clutching Bessie. And she says, Of course, brother. You're all I've ever known in this world. You're the only one that's ever been there for me. I trust you with my life. Parad stands up and embraces his sister <laughs> and says, Thank you, sister. That is all I needed to know. It is time. This will not be easy for either of us. But I know in my heart that this is the right thing and that what we are doing, you will be safe. And then the scene ends. And once again, you hear the Spider-Man's voice back in your heads. And he says, I've seen things in your heads that you can't even remember. <laughs> and the next thing we see, it, your, your vision just kind of goes. And, and it's, it's, it's hard to describe, but it's almost like you're seeing this rather than the room you're standing in. And the next vision you see is of two halflings running through a forest in their arms they're holding small children what and the 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 man the male halfling turns to the other one and says come quickly yori we do not have time to waste we must hurry the children are not safe with us we need to leave them we need to protect them I know this is not easy, but he is after us. And we need to protect the children. Yori stops in her tracks, and the male halfling, whose name you do not know, he cuts off in his sentence and he turns around and, Yori, what's wrong? Come on, we need to move. Yori says, I feel his presence. He's close. We do need to hide the children. And then as if by divine intervention, you see lights begin to flicker in the distance as humans, as human farmers begin getting ready for their, their work day. The man says, You're right, Yori. This is where we'll leave the children. Quickly now. And the scene fades to black as the two halflings run off into the distance, away from whatever is chasing them. And then you hear the Splatterman's voice. You're back in the room for a second. You hear Splatterman's voice. He says, I have seen your lives. I have seen your goals, your ambitions, the things that drive your actions and make you the people you are. Another scene unfolds inside your heads. And we see a young Artrilla sitting in a covered wagon. In her hands, she is holding a notebook, a journal of sorts, writing her latest story. We hear a knock at her at her wagon door. Darius, I told you not to bother me while I'm writing. The door opens. I'm oh, sorry, I can't hear your voice. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> the door opens. Darius, not now. And she's cut off as a tall figure, a tall hooded figure enters the room. Forgive my intrusion, but I just had to meet Artrilla the Great. And Artrilla is taken aback for a second. She says, well, it's about time somebody recognizes my greatness. Please, won't you remove your hood? And the man 
with reluctance, pulls off his hood to reveal a shockingly attractive, full-blooded elf. Mm. Ooh. Shocking. My friends, they call me the Diamond-Hearted. And Artrilla laughs at this. She snickers. Diamond-Hearted seems rather pretentious. <laughs> and then the, the Diamond-Hearted laughs as well and says, yes, coming from somebody who calls themselves Artrilla the Great. <laughs> and they both exchange a quick smile. Now, Artrilla, I have a proposition for you. Something that will bring you joy for the rest of your life. Artrilla's interest is piqued for a second. She looks up this elf. From within the confines of his robes, he removes two books. One bound in red, one bound in white. And he says, these books contain great power, something I know you're fond of. And he sets them down on the floor in front of Artrilla. And Artrilla says, now why would a complete stranger give me these books? And the stranger says, because you and I share a common interest. That interest being stories, not just any stories. Stories that make the soul take flight. They make the heart bleed for their characters. I can tell that you love a good story as much as I do. Now these journals, one, will never run out of pages, ever. You can write for it as long as you want until your dying day. The other book, however, only needs four stories for its magic potential to be unlocked. There are stipulations with these journals. I do not, my gifts do not come truly free. For starters, I would appreciate a warm meal and a place to stay for the evening. And Archilla glances down at the books again. She looks back up at the man. Her intrigue is, her interest is just peaked completely. And he says, that being said, there are further stipulations, but first we, we can get to the meal and the, and the place to stay if you're, if you're comfortable doing so. And she says, all right, mate, I think we got a deal. And the man, this full-blooded elf, says, Excellent. I know you will not be disappointed. These journals will make you famous beyond your wildest dreams. And the scene fades to black. You hear the, you hear the Splatterman once again in your heads, and he says, Lastly, I have seen you at your most vulnerable. I know what makes you weak, and I know how to exploit those weaknesses. You see one last vision appear in front of your eyes. A young Cyrus is playing in, his, in, a, in a lawn in front of this nice, quaint little house. A full-blooded elf and a human are standing next to him, presumably his parents. The woman is to the elf, the man is the human. They're laughing, smiling, and the four of you have never seen a scene with so much love and joy within it. This is one happy family. The scene changes. Cyrus is left alone to play in the yard while the parents are inside looking out the window at him. The mother is standing at the window, the father slightly behind her. 
And the father says to the mother, Must you go? It is too dangerous. Please, stay here with your family. I don't know what I'd do if I lost you. And the mom turns around. She says, Dear, I have to go. I promise once this is finished and it's all over, we w I will retire and we will live our lives as a happy family for the rest of our days. The husband embraces her and says, Please be careful. Like I said, I don't know what I'd do if I lost you. And the mom says, It is alright. I promise I will come back. Just trust me. The scene changes one last time as we see the same young Cyrus running through the streets of his hometown in the pouring rain. Tears streaming down his face. Cyrus is yelling out for people to help him. You don't know what has happened, but you could tell whatever it is, it's terrible. Cyrus slips and falls <clears throat> into the mud and just lays there in just utter defeat. The next thing you see is a hand extended in front of Cyrus's face. Cyrus looks up and sees a young Father Grimborough standing in front of him. And Father Grimborough says, a younger, excuse me, younger Father Grimborough. <laughs> He's still old. He's still, He's still, old. still kind of old. He says, child, what is wrong? Here, take my hand. He helps Cyrus up off the ground. Please, child, won't you tell me what is wrong? Before Cyrus can say anything, the scene fades to black. And you hear the splatter man once more in your heads. And he says, it's funny, this thing we call fate. How it brings certain people together and it changes their lives. I knew your mother, Cyrus. What? What a woman she was. She was my equal in many things. It was a shame I couldn't get to her first. I know all of you so well. I've been inside your heads. I know your names. And as you all know, names have power. I have more power over all of you than any of you will ever know. And you have so foolishly brought back to me the one thing that can oh, help no. I knew it. escape oh, no. my prison. Oh, no. <laughs> you were all susceptible to run me and, run. and my power. <laughs> I have control over your thoughts. You might think that you are so brave to face me. The ones you put down before pale in comparison to my power. Oh, man. <laughs> and now, I am inside your heads. Everybody, roll me a will save. <sighs> okay, wait. While he's doing this, uh, I'm like crying, sobbing, but I reach back and touch Min and I'm going to give him a plus one to save. It's resistance, it's, and it's an at will, and I can do it anytime I want. So I'm is just going to reach back and do that. this a fear effect? No. Okay. 
Is it an enchantment? This is all in your mind. Twenty one. Fear though. Is it an enchantment? Twenty one for min. You uh, added my one. Okay. Do you get a bonus to enchantments? Yeah, I get a plus two against. I think this would be an enchantment. Saves. Yes, this would be an enchantment. So yes, take your bonus. Okay. Zachary, Parade. Twenty one. Twenty one. What'd you roll, Archilla? So twenty two actually. Twenty two. Yeah. You're all okay, oh, but this feeling that has come over you doesn't go away. It's lingering. And slowly, the splatter man rises up from within the water, hiding there this entire time. Uh, I knew he was in there. He extends his hand towards all of you. I need you all to roll for initiative. Uh, But wait, we're going to do it next week. Take it. Wasn't that fun? Please come back next week to see if our heroes are victorious in their fight against the Splatter Man. We'll be waiting 